Hello and welcome to my Discipleship Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Chu, and each episode is designed to build your faith and help you discover your purpose in life. Now, enjoy today's message. Hello, welcome friends. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Brian and this is my incredible wife, Melissa. And we have three beautiful daughters, ages 11, 13, and 15. And we've been using something that we call the family compass to help us navigate through the storms of life and the challenges of being married and having kids. We have exciting news to share with you. We are actually celebrating this year 17 years of marriage. Yeah. We want to share something that's really helped us. You see this little compass right here? About eight years ago, we started using this concept of a compass for our marriage and for our family. Let me just break down what this compass is all about. Just to clarify, it's a tool used for navigation. It helps you get from point A to point B so you can get to your destination. And we know that where your focus is, that's where you're going to follow. And so by having a compass, it's a great way to use it as a guide for a godly marriage and a godly family. And let me give you a practical example. We live in beautiful Colorado where hiking is actually a very popular activity. And they say the top reason why people get lost when they're hiking is because they stray from the main path and don't know how to get back. Experts say having a compass will help you when you're lost. You see, you can't rely on your cell phone. You can't rely on Siri to get you out of the valleys. So just like in a marriage, a husband and a wife can stray off the path. Is that right? It happens. But having the family compass will help you get on that right path and headed towards your destination. Now, the first step is to set your destination. So Melissa and I, we sat down and we said, let's map out the path for our family. So we started asking each other questions. What is our destination for our family and our marriage? And the way that we came to our conclusion is we kind of reverse engineered our lives and we fast forwarded to our older version of ourselves at the end of our lives. And we basically said to each other, how do we want to be remembered? And the answer to that question is what created our guide and our roadmap through our family compass. So our destination, our life goal is to have a godly family. And I know it's yours too. And that's why you're watching this program today. So we started with a family scripture for our destination. And that's out of Joshua 24 and verse 15. Me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Well, I think that scripture sounds great. And I think collectively we would all agree, hey, we want that for our family too. The question is, how do you make that happen? And so thankfully, the Lord gives us his roadmap in the Bible. And so we go to the word. And in Ephesians 5, 23, it says, for the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church. And so God has given us a structure and it's an order of how the family unit should operate. And so the first thing is to put God first in your lives. That's right. So now you know your destination. You're watching this video because you want to have a godly marriage and godly family. So the question becomes, how do we respond when there's trials? Will we rise above or will we get derailed? And here's the deal. 
Every day we are in training for our trial. And the good news is this family compass can help you stay on track in the daily. It gives you a point of reference to check in and helps you course correct and adjust along the way so you don't lose sight of your end destination. So let's talk about the family compass. Now when you have a compass, it has north, south, east, and west. So let's start with our first compass point, north. And for us, that is the Bible. In Psalm 119, 105, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So I love our family Bible studies. I mean, I enjoy reading the Bible, and I know you do too, but one of my favorite parts of the day is sitting down with our kids and reading the Bible, because that is how God speaks to us. The word says in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way they should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. And before you get too impressed, please know that it's nothing fancy or complicated. But what it is, is it's consistent. And that consistency is what helps us get to our destination. And so it's really just a matter of us gathering our troops in our living room or around the kitchen table, opening up the Bible, and discussing the scriptures together. And really what this solidified was a covenant that Brian and I made that we were going to be the primary spiritual teachers of our kids. We decided that was a role we wanted to take on personally. And so we were gonna become the primary teachers in the church and our pastors right. were going to supplement what we teach in our homes. And we made a decision that we were gonna get off the sidelines and stop being a spectator to the spiritual growth of our children, we were gonna get in the game and become the head coaches. And so that leads us into our second point on the compass, which for us is the local church. We love our local church and we believe wholeheartedly in going consistently and being active members in our church. And so this is one of the ways we get to lead by example for our kids and they just know it's not negotiable. We go to church every weekend. And I'm so proud of our kids, they actually invite more of their friends to church than we do. And the Bible says in Hebrews 10, 25, don't neglect, don't forsake the gathering together. This is where we connect with God, connect with people. It's our community, it's our tribe, which leads us to the next compass point. So our next compass point is relationships. That's east on the compass. Proverbs 13, 20 says, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. Now the Bible says we're supposed to love all people, even though it's not easy all the time, but we must review the people we spend time with and ask that question. Are these people, these friends, pushing us towards our destination or are they dragging us away? Not only are we taking inventory of our individual relationships and the relationships we spend time with with couples, but you better believe we are hands-on and very involved with our kids' friendships as well. We are very particular with who our kids spend time with, where they're hanging out, and what they're doing. And so get involved and be an active participant. Don't just hope for the best. Know what your kids are doing and know where they're spending time. So it's one thing to pause and take inventory of your outside relationships. But really what needs to happen is take a look at the relationship structure within your family. The husband and wife are the primary relationship and the kids are a welcome addition. 
And so it's important to model that to your kids. The world does not get to revolve around the kids, even though they would like it to. And the way we can model that is, for example, just little things. When we come home at the end of the day, who do we greet first? Well, we make sure it's each other before the kids, establishing that I have an order here and this is the primary relationship. And that is vital to establishing this primary relationship in the family unit. Now this leads us to our final compass point, which is West, which for us is prayer. Now Melissa and I, we have our own individual prayer life, and as a couple, we pray together. But again, one of my favorite times is praying with our children. The important thing to note here when we say we pray, first of all, it's consistent and it's without fail. So when we use this idea of non-negotiable, those are things that we must do without fail. It doesn't matter how tired, how late, whatever. We are going to pray with each other and for our kids. And so there's just no excuses there. The second thing with prayer, whether it's with each other or with our kids, is we do it out loud because we're teaching our kids and we're leading by example. We also lay hands on each other and we have our kids lay hands on us and so we're modeling, we're taking the opportunity within our home, in our living room, to teach and lead by example and to show our kids how to pray. So let's recap the family compass. First of all, you have to establish where you're going. What is your destination? And then once you do, you set up your compass points. What becomes your non-negotiables and what will all propel you towards getting you to your end destination? So as we close, we wanna pray that whatever your current situation is, whatever's going on in your life with your children, what's going on at work, that your family compass will help you stay on the right path. And when those storms of life come, your family compass will help you reach your destination to have a godly marriage and family. Thank you, friend, for listening to this podcast today. You can visit my website and send me your prayer requests and feedback and also to get more discipleship resources. Visit www.nowhope.org. Until next time, I pray that you will stand strong in your faith. Have a great day.